speaking of spiteful chaos, let's see if anybody remembers what the hell happened last time we played. Roll those d20s for me. Already just for suckers, and I got an eighteen. I got a fifteen. Can we I not? got a oh, seventeen. Matt got a seventeen. Oh, Pat, what Can is we it? Not? I don't know. Oh, like, hold on, hold on. Here. I'm trying to find my d20s. Matt getting all on me for not oh. taking enough time with the clap, but people don't even have their dice out. That's true. You, you caught me without my dice out. I caught you with no caught dice you with in your, your hand. hand in your dice bag. Matt, Matt arrest dice this man. Dice very much in. Dice arrest very this much in. We woo, we I also woo. got a 16. Dice police. Roll off. <laughs> dice police, Bly. Who else got a 15? <laughs> I, thought there wait, was, wait. I thought there was a 15, a 17, and an 18. Yeah. I got 15. I got a 16. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll take a pick if you don't believe me. I'm not laughing at the number. I'm laughing at uh, Pat's jet engines turning on. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I heard someone say 16. I thought it was a roll-off. No. I'm laughing because last episode, we also had a straight. And we, there was a big argument about... Uh, mm, straight has to have five. Rules to add. Well, you know. Well, let me roll in theory. Funsies. I got it too. This also uh, Chowder, happened last you, time. <laughs> yeah. Ch uh, Chowder, once again, uh, you are the permanent recapper. What happened last time on Dice Populi? We were down two fish. Then some creatures like started like trying to come into the sub. Locke was like, I'm going to electrocute them. And then like used his electric breath on the sub. So that like conducted the electricity and shocked the sea monster thingies that were attacking us. It also killed the last fish. Jetta had a moment of uh, mourning. Then we surfaced. I don't think we ever really dealt with Whatever the sea monster thing was. Uh, nope. Don't know what they were. Don't know how many there were. It's in the past. Then we get to the island. Arianor. Arianor, yes. There's no one there. And we're like, man, what the hell's going on here? And like, we're walking around. And then it's like, oh, we see things. But like, we're all seeing a different thing. And also it's all like blurry. So then Cult gets the idea. Uh... Oh, let's use the crystal. Use the crystal. We all end up in different timelines, I think. And uh, yeah, yeah, something with superpositions is going on. So here is where I will uh, help help you all out just to give you some specifics. So we can all start off on the same foot here. Chatter, that was dead on. Well done. Oh, yeah. Just like Cult, I'm a genius and I figured out the superposition. And I want to listen. Why not you listen? That's me patting myself on the back. Okay, um, cool. Glad we got that audio. Shouldn't you be patting Cult on the back? Not yourself? Uh, I'm Cult and I share a brain. Mm. Uh, oh, like, that should make really, you worry. Yeah, no, that's the most factual. horrifying thing about this whole venture. So the details for the end of the previous episode were when you reach the village center of Arianor, where a lot of A Second Chance took place, things were blurry and hard to focus on, almost as if... Um, some things were not completely manifested in reality, including a body on the ground. When Kalt looked at the body, he saw Masak, the native chieftain. Jedda saw, but did not recognize, Yanis, the priestess Telema from the local temple. Locke saw Commander Fenwick of the Mage Lords, and Maeve saw an unrecognizable mush of information and did not recognize a face. When Kalt suggested that they cast cantrips into their crystals, knowing that they have the crystals and the time-shielding rings, they all did so. But Kalt wound up by himself in a windy nighttime version of the, uh, of the village, uh, surrounded by people making their way home for bed. Jeddah and Maeve, the sun is high, but blocked out by rain clouds, and Locke standing on his own at sunset uh, as the village... Uh, settles down and gets ready for the coming of night. So that's what happened. Can everybody please make a d20 roll for me? No modifier. 11. I got 10. 12. I 16. Oh, ah. no, there's almost another stream. Uh, Pat, wind those engines down. Okay. <laughs> Maeve and Jetta. Meta and Jave. Mm, I don't like Jave. I don't like Jave either. Ask Javes. <laughs> Jetta and Maeve, you are standing in the village square, but instead of sort of the hazy, detached version of reality you were just looking at, you are being pelted by rain. It's not intense, and it's just a rainy day in a regular village. Locke and Kalt are not with you, 
The crystals in your, are in your hand and there is no body on the ground. People mill about trying to escape the rain as maybe you would want to do as well. So what do you do? Um, uh. Okay, first things first, can I do a perception check just to see what kind of, I guess just to do a quick glance around. I'm not really, I'm more, I'm focused on looking for cover from the rain, but also maybe just trying to take in my general surroundings. General surroundings? Cool. I'll take those, yes. I'm just gonna exclaim very loudly, so now what? Maeve squints her eyes, looking through the rain, uh, and you, Jetta, scream those words, and it echoes off the various buildings. Uh, a head pops out uh, from under one of like the awnings of a, of a nearby stable and says, Now what, what? I got a net one plus one, just so you know. Water splashes in your eye, and you have to rub it out while Jetta screams at nobody. Ow! Is that, what, is, 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 that, is that how it feels when your eye gets a little wet? <laughs> hey, you got the date? I say to the person who's like, what, what? Chowder, what, we don't what, have a calendar what, for this world. What are you doing to me? Um, oh, oh, baby, guess <laughs> oh you're going to have to come. It's Churns Day. Chow Day. The person yells back, it is the date that you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most snarky. Like, yeah, it's the date you fucking think it is. Get out of here. Well, no. If if Jetta knew it was Thursday, this person would yell, "It's Thursday." But okay. we've never actually addressed date well, or we've calendar. We just addressed that it's Churns Day. Well, you addressed that it's Churns Day. Oh, I created Con. this world, so it's Churns Day. Ooh, <laughs> no, no, get lawyered. No, no, not day. Date. I need a number here. So the person yells back, it's Churns Day! It's the 111st of Churns Day uh, on Churntober. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's the seventh Churns Day of Churntober! What do you need it for? Jetta, you know that it is in fact that date. <laughs> Thank you! You're welcome. I'm, I'm glad that we had that together. I don't know how we're gonna oh sell this. God. This one's done already. And you know what? It's canon. It's canon, gee, that's the best part. Yeah, it's not canon till it airs, but unfortunately it's gonna air because no way am I building a calendar for this. <laughs> it is still today, but so we haven't been sent back in time. So it's like, it's the same day as it was when we left, but it's not. Well, let's, let's get some rain cover then. I, I can't see anything. We're looking for like, what's her name? Lama, right? She'd be at the church, right? Let's just go at the church. Maybe we'll um, meet the others there. Okay. Yeah, sure. Let's let's do it. To the church. We'll head towards the very obvious looking church building in the uh, in the square that nobody has ever explored before. Sure. Bates been in there once, but under very specific circumstances. So Barely. You guys make your way across the square, and neither of you have been to Arianor before, so you just see a temple and you run straight inside. The large wooden doors swing wide open and you are greeted with a largely stone hall with wooden seats, pews, and other forms of seating, not uniform by any stretch, and some nicely adorned uh, paraphernalia to Lema at the front of the hall. Uh, so, you are safe from the rain. Nobody else seems to be in this room with you. What do you do? Lema, we're here for your bitch ass. Show yourself. Okay. Um. Okay, I guess that's how we're doing it. I didn't realize Lima was a bitch ass. Too threatening. I don't know. Like I felt like we should come, come, come in strong, but I mean, into a temple. That I don't know. <laughs> Got a solid point on that one. <laughs> I, I I don't know Lima, either. Okay. Are you here? <laughs> Jedi has been such a force of nature with her personality. Maeve, this quick check against her brings her to the most, like, bashful, embarrassed sense of being that you've ever seen in this person as she faintly murmurs Lema to the open room to the point that it barely reverberates off the stone walls. Uh, you hear shuffling on the far end of the building and some murmuring coming from behind a closed door at the front of the hall. Murmur, 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 murmur. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. Yep. <laughs> so... I go to the source of the murmuring. Uh, can I open the door? 
you are walking toward the front of the hall and you're now standing next to like a statue of a fountain, uh, a series of floral arrangements with a small, seemingly like murals painted by different people on different parts of, of the walls. Your eyes are being caught by all of these and before you can even bring your focus back to the door in front of you to open it, it swings open in front of you. And Jetta, you're stunned because the last face you expected to see was the one that you just saw lying dead on the ground, not moments before. In front of you stands uh, an elderly woman with platinum hair and similarly white garb, and she looks at you and says, are you the one yelling in my temple? This is a place of worship and community. You should have more respect. Uh, so, sorry, I just, the first, first time. Uh, sorry <laughs> indeed, who taught you your manners? And the person, she uh, she briskly walks past you and starts like doing busy work, managing the arraignments, cleaning up papers around uh, uh, around around the desk and, and whatnot. You should really be more considerate when you're going into a public space. I'm preparing for for a service later this afternoon. I don't need your voice echoing through these halls. You'll scare everyone away. Does the service involve being? You, you know, you know what? Never, never, never mind. Uh, do you? Know where I could find Lema. <laughs> the <laughs> the woman looks between the both of you. At this point, trying not to crack a smile, like Lema is within everything here. If you're looking for her, I'm afraid that you don't understand the question. <laughs> Chuckles to herself and keeps going about tidying up the space. Um. Okay. Well, we're we're kind of new here. Um. Could could you maybe show us? How to Lema? <laughs> or at least, like, you know, we, we, we don't want, I don't want to make a fool of myself in front of you, of course. Uh, I'm sorry, what was your name again? Well, you're doing a, a, a fine job of that already. Uh, and she says this sort of, like, pokingly, sarcastically, not with any ill intent. She's being playful. Uh, She's before. being mean. So she straightens the papers in her hands and says, my name is Sister Yanis, and I am, I guess you could say, the parishioner of this particular temple. It's not like there's a, a larger body to which I report, but I like to think I do my part for the community. Yes. Uh, what, what exactly? You mentioned services later. What exactly do those services entail? She seems at once a little, like, tired and distraught, kind of like someone being asked to do something at the very end of their workday. But on the other hand, she is all about this school of thought and these beliefs. So she seems tired, but has enough excitement behind her eyes to say, well, there is, oof. I would say probably the best way to find out is attend for yourself. I will be much more equipped to handle things at that time than now. You've caught me a little unawares. So feel free to take shelter from the rain as long as you wish, but I have much work to attend to in the meantime. I'm sorry, I didn't catch your names. Uh, Jetta. Name's Jetta. Uh, Jetta. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. Wow. A pleasure to meet you. Someone of such repute. And you, young one? Um, my name is Maeve. A pleasure to meet you both. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have, like I said, a lot to attend to. Make yourselves comfortable. And, uh, I will speak with you in uh, but a few hours. And then what? she steps. Just, it. but mm -hmm. one second, one second. What? How about... You show us like what you have to do to set up and we can learn about Lema and help you if you have so much to do. I said before that she's threading the needle between exhausted and excited. This pushes the needle much closer to exhausted. Okay. <laughs> Feel free to observe, but my attention will be split at the very best. Uh, I would ask that you stay here in the front facing hall, at least until I have everything situated. And she now fully exits by going through uh, the door. Not trying to blow you off, but you can tell this person is just spread a bit thin. Huh. Well, uh, I guess we can wait till services, uh... It's also worth knowing, and I don't know if you guys have discussed this, Maeve did not see a body and doesn't know that Yanis is the body that Jetta saw. Ah, uh, uh mm, so this is awkward, right? Like, you know, like, before we all used our crystals and, like, we, we were all like seeing a body and we're like, oh, it's this person. No, it's this person. And you were like, I can't tell anything. Well, uh, you know, the person I saw was uh, lean over, try, try to like hush whispered just in case Yanis is mm -hmm. hearing distance. Uh, I saw Yanis' dead 
body or what I thought. <gasps> so maybe maybe we should uh, make sure she uh, doesn't croak at some point. Uh, um, I think that's a great idea. So what you're saying is we should just watch her very closely and carefully this whole time and make sure she doesn't, you know. Yes, exactly. Okay. What a sound. And while, while at the same time, we need to figure out what exactly this island's deal is. So I'm going to use the crystal again, see if I can't go back and just figure out what happened to the other. Wait, you're you're going to leave me here? You're, it's a, you're, you're in a church. It'll be fine. I'm not, I'm not like planning to like be gone for a while, right? It's like a in, in and out, just poof and then poof back, all right? I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. Um, uh, okay. The, the last time I was in a church, it, uh, it didn't go well. <laughs> but you, 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 you do your thing, Jenna. I'll, there is, yeah. What? I'll be okay. What? There's, there's what, did deep you, babe trauma going on here. Did you, did you drink too much of the blood of Christ? Uh, whatever. We'll talk about it later. No. Then I, uh, try to use the crystal. All right. What do you do with the crystal specifically? Talk me through this. Uh, you know, I just pull out the crystal i'm like uh i mean i guess you all did cantrips into the crystal that's what you did yeah before. yeah you also specifically yelled chowder work you damn thing true <laughs> <laughs> i use message again go work again okay uh i'm gonna have you roll a d4 that is a three all right so with a three you cast a cantrip into the crystal and when you do, you feel the warping of space-time once again. The existence of almost a sphere of pressure increasing and decreasing around you. And when it finally settles, standing in front of you is Maeve. Because you haven't gone anywhere. Oh shit, we're stuck here. Cult, it is nighttime. You are standing in the middle of a largely empty village square with a crystal in your hand and no friends beside you. Jerry, I believe, was left on the friendship. Uh, I, I don't think we covered that, but unless you say something otherwise, I'm gonna say Jerry was on the friendship. You are now standing alone in the center of the village square. You recognize this place. It looks just like when you left, um, but you are alone and it's nighttime. What do you do? Oh, this is awkward, weird, and I'm right. Like, looks behind him, waiting for everybody else to appear. Mm hmm. And then, like, five minutes passes. <laughs> it's like, all right, maybe. You're standing dead still, like, looking directly next to you, and, like, a couple of people walking home for the night walk by you, and they, like, slow down to look at you and try to figure out what their deal is. They don't say anything, they just look at you and slowly walk by. I'm sorry, confused. make a new room. My friends will be appearing shortly. They really hustle when you say that. They don't want to deal with whatever you are on right now. Well, okay, I guess uh, maybe it's more complicated than I had thought. Uh, uh, is it, I mean, so is it like, it's it's not like dead, like, you know, midnight. There's still people around. Uh, it's it's late. Like, it is it is close to midnight. The people around are, like, either night owls or an exceptional circumstance. Like, you know, those two walking home. It's not like it's busy. They were the only ones walking home. But you see torches up around. You see, like, houses have people in them. But the town is asleep, largely, with these few exceptions. Interesting. Uh, you know what? Let's... I mean, do I know... So I'm trying to think of all the people that I interact with before. Um, do I know if anybody important, like, I don't remember. I mean, we don't have a map, obviously, but would I be close yeah. by to anybody that I know perhaps could knock on a door? You would know that you're not too far from the nearby Smith. I believe Roscoe Goodbarrel was their name. The house of Lori, Cordell, and Byron is sort of up the hill a bit further away. Not too far, only minutes, but... Other than that, you didn't go into a lot of specific houses. You mostly just looked around the streets. But those are two places that you definitely worked with before. You know what? I'm going to go check in on young slash old Byron. You do that. You hustle and bustle your way up through the village as torches slowly extinguish and the night grows even quieter, except for the crickets and the wind. Is that like an ominous 
uh, an ominous extinguishing. Like I'm walking nope. through the streets and they are extinguishing. Like, like lights in a mm. horror movie. No. Or, okay. I'll, I'll put light, fluttery music under it, so it's perfectly clear. Nothing right. ominous is happening. Right. I'm going to uh, knock, knock, knock on their door. Okay, you knock, knock, knock on the door, and it is quite a while before you hear. Y y Hello? Is someone? Footsteps shuffling get closer and closer to the door. Yes, it's your good friend, Colt. Come for a visit. The footsteps stop when you say that. <laughs> Can you roll a perception check for me? Uh, it's not good. Four, oh, plus five, so nine. You hear muttering from the other side of the door that you can't distinguish, and after several more seconds, the footsteps resume slowly, reservedly, and the door creaks open, and you see Cordell's eyes peek from behind the door, and he says, Well, my goodness, I did not expect to see you around here anytime soon. Um, well, for, uh, forgive my manners. Come, come on inside. And he opens the door. Uh, oh, thank you. I appreciate that. No check needed. This guy is not stoked that he's being woken up in the middle of the night. Oh, no, yeah. It, no, thank you for opening the door. You know, I just was thinking about the other day when I, uh, me and my compatriots saved your son from uh, utter doom. And I, you know, just a quick interdimensional hop over here. And I thought I would say hello. As usual, don't know what you're saying, really, but... What can I do for you? How can I... What brings you back to, to Arianor? Uh, Is there some other crazy secret plot that I'm unaware of? Last I checked, Byron's high, dry as a bone sitting in his bed. Yeah, he was a wet old man. That is for sure. Uh, now he is a dry young boy. <laughs> Confirmed. Um, uh, well, Cordell, a... like, Cordell is smiling politely, but his eyes are so tired. You know, you know... This story will go down a bit, you know, better with like a cup of tea. Would you, would you have any tea? A little tea. Um, I see some. I, mean, I, see, I see some cups over there, and I see a little. You got some water on the stove already, and just you know, a little tea in there. Um, I'll be honest. I'm probably gonna go back to bed unless you're in some sort of mortal danger, or I'm in some sort of mortal danger. Feel free to help yourself and 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 curl up in our living space here. We've got a couple of hay sacks that'll treat you all nice and right. You'll have a very small rash when you oh, wake up. It's top no, of the line. I, I I understand. I understand. It's just we're on my island when somebody saves your child. You kind of, you know, you do something for it. But, you know, it's fine. I'll, I'll <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm definitely <laughs> opening my door for you in the middle of the night because I have a very, very busy day at the docks tomorrow. We've got, I mean, <laughs> every action has a reaction, and, and I guess I'm the one cleaning it up, so... Forgive me for sounding impatient, but it is very, very late, and I would appreciate getting some sleep, but you may make use of everything here in the meantime. Oh, well, you know, I guess I, I suppose that is fine. All right, cool. Um, like you said, water is over by the, by the fireplace. If you light it, I just ask that you extinguish it using the sand, not the water. Do not want to have to haul more water back here. So, uh, yeah, uh, again, if you, unless you're in mortal danger, I will return to sleep and speak with you first thing in the morning, if that is. Don't worry, I will make myself comfortable, and I'll begin to disrobe. <laughs> yeah, he, he's... <laughs> 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 okay. <laughs> Cornell says nothing and walks away. Just might as well comfortable, you know. My friends will be along shortly. Just, you know, maybe I'll take a little cat nap. I, a cult cannot sleep fully dressed, so he has to at least get down to some level of nudity before he can go to okay. sleep. So, are, are you intending to try and sleep here? I think I'd take a little cat nap. Like, what do you? It's 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 difficult, you know. Transdimensional travel is very taxing mm -hmm. on the sure. body. Sure. Uh, so I'm gonna take, you know, I'm gonna take a short rest, and nobody seems to be coming. And there is a small thought coming in the back of Cult's mind that maybe they mm -hmm. interdimensionally ditched him, um, but he's gonna try and push that back as far as he can. So you disrobe to whatever undergarments you're wearing, slash, if any. Uh, 
the crystal rattles around in the pocket of your robe. You settle down in the living room. Are you feeling particularly tired? You did just finish a long rest right before getting to the island, so I imagine you're not that sleepy. Yeah, I'm just going to take a, a little, little quick short rest and do some pondering about the the arcane of, of it all. Um, I did spend a fifth level slot, so I've, I have had some level of exertion so far. But yeah, I'm just going to try and, and really... I'm gonna be, I'm gonna do my best Gandalf impression in the minds of Moria as he's trying to figure his way out, and just okay. like minus clothes and minus a pipe, uh, and just like mumbling as I stare into a fire. You light the fire, sit down to your level of comfort, as a massage therapist might say, and stare at the fire as you slowly drift away for a cat nap. And you're familiar with the feeling of sort of like meditation versus sleep, the idea of just- Entering into his mind palace. Exactly. Losing direct connection with your surroundings. And you expect that when you return, you will feel rested. But you don't feel much of any sort of change. And even though the fire was crackling fresh when you first slipped away from this reality, when you slip back in, it seems like you just lit it and almost no time has passed at all. Locke, you are standing in the center of the village by yourself once again. You see the sunset bouncing off the distant ocean, tinging the haze with a warm yellow hue and casting very cozy shadows across this village as people uh, make their way out of various shops pass by the temple, return home, and uh, make conversation with each other, maybe grabbing some bread, maybe picking up an order or dropping one off at the local smithy. But whatever they're doing, it's just you. And they all brush shoulders with you, not paying attention to the fact that you've just shown up. What do you do? Uh, can I roll like would it be history to recall certain things from when I was here before? Yeah, sure. I guess I'll roll history to try and figure out if I can find a place to stay the night. Mm-hmm. That's a crit fail, brother. The crowd bustles around you, and you are totally caught off kilter. You don't know where your friends are, when your friends are, if your friends are, and that was so deeply unexpected that when you stare at the town around you, even though you recognize some of the facades, all you can tell is that this is fucking crazy. You scratch your head, you see the temple, its doors closed as people move on by, and that's the nearest structure. Uh, Beyond that, you'd have to follow the traffic to see if you can find, hey, where did Cordell live? Where was that smithy? Can I get some bread? You don't know, it's all a haze. Uh, yeah, I guess I will start just meandering in a random direction to try to find at least some food, because I am a hungry, hungry boy. Okay, you are a hungry, hungry boy. You make your way, I'm going to say in the direction of the temple, because it's the most nearby, familiar, and frankly the largest edifice in the town, barring the Mage Lord Castle far in the distance up the hill. You are surprised to find that it's closed. Although you never went into it before, you did converse with Yanis uh, after everything came to a head, after the stress situation was resolved. And you, every time that the day reset before, people came spilling out of it, but now there doesn't seem to be anybody there. Thinking that you just need a place to sit down, when you pull open the door and it rattles against the locks, you're surprised and disappointed um, that the front door is not opening to you. Do you want to go anywhere else? Do you want to dig deeper? Do you want to ask questions? Any, you're you're in a town, explore as you see fit. I want to find someone I know, so I would want to figure out where Cordell lives, but I don't think I can ask a random person where Cordell lives. You could, if you want to. I mean, you can ask anything. I'll respond appropriately. Yeah, I guess I'll just start, instead of asking a random person, I'm just going to shout around the town, Cordell! Does, does anybody know where Cordell lives? You hear from the nearby stable, Yeah, Cordell, why are you yelling for him? You don't gotta yell. I don't gotta yell, but you're yelling, so I'm yelling. <laughs> I'll walk over to the stables. 
you see somebody brushing a very large, beautiful horse as they turn to you and they say, Oh, you've got no business yelling. You're surrounded by people. You're going to blow their ears out. You want Cornell, you go down to the docks. He'll be there until sundown. And oh, blimey, it's almost sundown. You might want to hurry then, I guess. You just came from the docks and you know that it's like at least a half hour walk. Yeah, I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to make it down there before he gets back or before he leaves. So do, do you have any idea like the rough area that he would be in? Where does anybody go after work? They go home. Well, except me. This is my home. If you was out here yelling in the middle of the night, I'd probably yell back in the middle of the night, too. Oh, I need to do some soul searching. Yeah, but you, you got a nice n- nice pal here with this horse. Ah, oh, yeah, this is, uh, this is... I don't know his name. I just said the horses. I don't know this place. I just crash in this stable. I can't be bothered to learn a damn thing. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a hike to get down to the docks if you want. Could I could I borrow your horse? Well, we're a business. You could rent the horse. Oh. Do you have any? Do you have money? Do you have gold? Do you have gold pieces? It'll cost you at least one of those. Colin, do I have gold pieces? You guys got gold pieces from Bobby's burger boats. Cause we ain't we ain't been tracking that shit. <laughs> you as a team collectively gathered three hundred gold pieces several hours ago from your perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna assume that I got at least one of those. Well, I guess maybe flashback here, Cult. That was the money paid to you as a service fee for Jerry's labor. Would the rest of the crew have access to these funds or would you have withheld them? Uh, they would have gone into my pocket, most likely. I never, not, not even to be mean. <laughs> you tried to whore me out. And you ain't gonna just toss a single gold to me. Well, if we're being here, they whore Jerry out, and I was Jerry's pimp collecting dues. Oh my god. So, Locke, here's what happens. When they say that you need to pay gold, and you realize Cult has all the gold, you're standing there, alone, confused, with a crystal in your hand, and and practically incompetent shouting stable stable boy in front of you. You know if you have that gold, you can get the horse and make your way down to the docks. You could trudge it. It's just you, the crystal, the horse, and the boy. Is that a Narnia book? Maybe. We'll find out. Mm, uh, I'm sorry. I don't have any gold. I'll stop wasting your time. Thank you. And then I'm just going to leave. Rob him. Rob him. Rob him. They they keep muttering to the horse as you leave. You don't hear what they're saying, but you're you're fiddling with the crystal in your hand as you stare around trying to get your bearings. Do you take any action? Uh, I'm going to walk. I'm just going to ask someone if there's an inn or a tavern nearby. Locke, you step up to someone, you tap them on the shoulder. What do you say? Uh, Excuse me. I'm so sorry to bother you. Is Is there a place that I can go find a, a meal, like a tavern or an inn or something like that. Well, yeah, right up the street there. You've got a... Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> you've, there's a tavern about four blocks that way. It, don't I know you? Hey, uh, Colin, uh, the Walt Disney Corporation called. Apparently, it infringes <laughs> on Mickey Mouse. No, wait, yeah, you were... Oh, my God, you're... Well, what was your name, Mr... Oh, oh, my God, what is the... I'm sorry. I, I should play this guessing game. It's me, Lori. Don't you recall? Was Lori Cordell's <laughs> wife? Yes. Do you say that out loud? No, I'm asking <laughs> you. <laughs> yes, Lori was Cordell's wife. Oh, uh, hi. Yeah, I'm I'm Locke. I helped save you, your 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 wet son. How could he's so dry now? It's phenomenal. I can't thank you enough. This is uh, what are you so youthful and dry? <laughs> what? what? What are you doing back on Arianor? And she like loops her arm around your arm and begins like leading you up the streets, just like, you know, friendly, taking you along. Uh, I don't know exactly. So we, I was with all of my compatriots and then something happened and now I am alone. So I'm, I I need to try to find them. But <sighs> but all I remember from... Wait, your friends are here with you? The old scary one and the greasy one? Uh, not the greasy one, but the old scary one, yes. Oh, thank God. I, I don't know where they went, though, is the problem, so I'm trying to find my bearings in this town again. It's been quite some time since I was here. Oh. I, I really just need a meal, and I'm, I'd probably find a place to stay if you know of an inn nearby. 
Oh, absolutely. You're more than welcome to stay with us. I'll be honest, of the three of you that came to help us, like, we're eternally grateful, but I don't know if I would want either of the other fellows staying with us. You always struck me as such a nice, a nice fella. I tried. Um, Wait, the greasy you... man makes all of your towels infected with grease, so There's I understand only that. There's one unappealing one that you don't want, so I, I'm across boundaries getting offended for this trespass. <laughs> That's the beauty of the superposition. You cannot complain. Um, so Lori continues to lead you down and, and just striking up small talk like, yeah, I mean, it hasn't been the most eventful since you left. Thank goodness everything's calmed down. The mage lords are, are, are you know, they haven't trespassed against us once again. Fenwick seems to be running things pretty smoothly. We're waiting for the temple to reopen. We haven't heard much about that, but otherwise, it's been safe and sound. How, how long has the temple been closed? Well, shortly after you left. Sometimes people need a break, for all I know. Yanis sailed down to Avarod or something for some fresh gabagool. Who knows? But... We're, we're eagerly awaiting a return, but I have you to cheer us up in the meantime. Do I know how long we have been gone from Arianor? Um, I mean, think about what's happened since then. The Burger Island stuff, right. the kidnapping, you being stuck there. If I had to put a number on it, ballpark two months. Lori, how long ago was I here? Well, today is Churns Day, so... Uh, <laughs> since a couple months since since Flurms since Flurms Tober, uh, it's been about two months since, since then. Flurms miss. Flurms. Flurms miss the height of Flurms Tober. I'm sorry to ask such a weird question, but there's there's been a lot of timeline shifting that that's happened in what recent you, memory. What do you mean? <laughs> Don't it's what is a timeline? Time is made out of circles. Yeah, and then like we'll let's say you, if you if you break open that circle, you got a line, and then you got to reattach it somewhere else to make it back into a circle. It's weird. <laughs> you, you and your friends are so you're so imaginative. Mm -hmm. I can't believe the stories that come out of you. Well, no, today is Churn's Day, so it's been several weeks, maybe maybe about if I had to put a number on it, a ballpark two months. That 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 about lines up with what I what I expected. Uh, we, we should get going. I don't want to keep you from, from Cordell much longer. I'm sure he's had... Oh, he's making his way home from the docks. It shouldn't be too much longer before he starts his path home. How's, how's Byron doing? Like I said, super dry, but he's been doing great in his studies. He's uh, Byron's been studying texts about the history of this island with the natives, now that the mage lords have, have sort of learned their place and reevaluated how involved they should be. Everybody seems to be getting along, the peace is held, and my young son is just reaping the benefits, learning left and right. That's very good. What is he learning? I don't know. I can't help him with his homework. I didn't I didn't learn Common Core. Oh my god. <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure he will find something to do with all that knowledge. Hell, he, he could be a teacher. As you say that, you approach the door to Lori and Cordell's home. She opens the door and beckons you inside. I will go inside. <laughs> You go inside, everything is as you remember it. Uh, a table, several chairs around it, a fireplace. Water in a pot near the fire. Fire's not been lit. Water has not been treated, boiled, or had food put in it. Seems like just a place uh, that hasn't been busy for the day because people have been out and about. Oh, please make yourself at home. Stay here as long as you need. Hopefully if you've got your bearings, if you need to go elsewhere, that's fine. Feel free to return this evening. Uh, I mean, I'm probably gonna take the night to just gather my wits and then set out tomorrow to, to find my companions, but if you would like any help making dinner or doing anything around the house, I would love to repay you for letting me stay here. Oh, Mr. Locke, I never saw you for much of a homebody. Okay, yeah, if you wanna, if you wanna help, I won't say no. What? What is that curious thing, by the way? And she points to the crystal in your hand as it, like, buzzes and glows like it was before. Oh, this is just a keepsake from, from an old adventure. Uh, this is kind of the reason why all this stuff went screwy. This is involved in all that timeline mumbo-jumbo that, that you heard about earlier. She smiles almost as if she doesn't believe you, but she owes you an enormous debt of gratitude, and it's fine to just let you say whatever. And she says, all right, well, I may be running out again soon to fetch Byron, but uh, feel free to make yourself uh, make yourself comfortable in the meantime. 
and uh, disappears into the back of the back of the house for a moment as you stand there alone with the crystal and yourself. I will just sit there and contemplate what went wrong with my life. <laughs> Cogitate. Yeah, for the first time in many, many years, you find yourself in a home for a family by yourself, something that you haven't been able to do since your time on the mainland, just sit in this space and absorb it. Jetta and Maeve. Jetta, you clearly just went through the same process you did the first time to get to this rainy timeline, but when you cast the cantrip on the crystal, it took you back here again. It's not that it didn't work, it did work, but you're here again, and Maeve is staring you dead in the eyes, confused as all hell. I'm confused as all hell. I thought you were going somewhere. <laughs> I, th- I thought so too. Uh, yeah, we're, we're I, th- I think we're stuck here. Shit. Okay. Like I, I did, I did the same thing we did to like get here, but uh, I'm still here. So. Uh... Um. Okay. Well, is um maybe we should go for somewhere else? Like you know, if if it's really. I don't know. I, I'm really, I'm kind of lost. Maybe you still have your crystal as well. I would, Maybe wouldn't think to do that. So I would not want to go somewhere else because we got to keep an eye on what's her name. You work something with the crystal. I'll keep an eye on her. Then I'll just uh, head on over to where she is and just try to help her to look inconspicuous while keeping an eye on her. I don't know. Do either of you take any specific actions or say anything else as a result of this? I will go into kind of like get out from like you know sitting in the pew and stuff and then uh pull out the crystal and be like all right um here goes nothing and i'm going to cast shocking grasp into the crystal this is also a cantrip right yes all right please roll a d4 four mm-hmm. i'd like you to roll again please three you cast your spell into the crystal and you traverse through the void like you did again and land right back where you're sitting. You feel as though you were moving through a series of, of tunnels, yet your trip felt exactly the same. If there was any way to describe the half a second of, of sensory input that you just went through, it is exactly what you did before after casting that spell. Very multiverse of madness, I feel like. You experience the same journey through space-time that you did before, although it feels a little protracted, as though you got lost along the way before coming full circle back to where you stand now. Jetta, from your perspective, she was gone a few seconds longer than you would have expected, but does appear back in the same place. But the same thing happened with uh, with me. Let's, um, okay, well, um, looks like we're stuck here, so let's, uh, why don't we just try to stay close and learn more about Lema and maybe we'll find the others. Maybe there'll be a, a clue here for what we need to do next. Yeah, I, I'm guessing the key to whatever is going on is what's her, what's her name? So, yeah, let's go. Where is she? Where is she right now? Last you saw her, she walked back into the back room where she emerged from before. I go into the back room. Uh, hey, you need any help there? Sister Yanis, milling about, going about her business, looks up at you and says, Oh my goodness, you startled me. What are you doing back here? This is, this is for myself and my staff only. Ah, I see. Uh, well, the answer is, it's best. How do I put this? Uh, we have something we need to do here, but, uh, it's, it'll be a little too long to explain. So can we just stick around here and help you out while wait for our friends? So, uh, well, I'm sorry that I would I would appreciate any help I can get. I'm spread quite a bit thin, but I would like to know who it is that's actually helping me. I don't know that I've seen you around here before. Wait, but we just talked a couple minutes ago. If you say so, um, we have a service later wait, wait, this afternoon. If you hold on. Well, uh, oh, you just, okay. You can tell she seems a little alarmed at a stranger busting in and like making assertions. We just talked to you. We just had this conversation. You're having services later this afternoon. You're, you're, you're frazzled and busy. And- if you are, 
If you are having a difficult time, you are welcome to come to our service later this afternoon. But in the meantime, I would suggest resting on the seating out there or there's a nearby tavern. But I am quite busy at the moment preparing for our service to Lema. If you would not mind excusing yourself from this private area of the temple. I absolutely would have walked up by then. You, Lady Lienis, do you do you not remember us? Oh, good, good gracious. There are two of you. Okay. Um... Welcome to the temple. Can I help you? Uh, there is a tavern. Yes. Cool. Um, they... I'm gonna... Hang on one second here. Roscoe's House of Pancakes. (laughs) Yeah, you're not far off. (laughs) Uh, Fantasy Name Generator. Here we go. Oh, I thought you had it written down somewhere. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) We want tavern names. Ooh, okay. The Middle Horse. The middle horse. Okay. <laughs> okay. You uh, lock. You step up to someone. You tap them on the shoulder. What do you say?
making a lot of these noises. Yeah. Just a noisy child. Dry, but noisy. <laughs> uh, I'm just making sure that I don't step on my own toes here. Well, don't, you idiot. You can see your own toes. I, I can't. Actually, I have socks on, so I can't. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. You, you win this round. <laughs> 